Okay, what up, light listeners, and welcome to another show, episode 61, I think we're on, yeah, myself, Ben, and Josh, where we're actually in the same room for once, because uh, Anchor seems to have gone up the spout. Now, I'm not blaming anybody for it, but Spotify bought it, and then we've had countless issues since then, so yeah. I'm not holding anybody responsible, but... <laughs> yeah, it's not been the best um, app, uh, it's cut out a few times, but we're here, so we're going to go through it, there's a lot to go through this week. Uh, there's a lot going on with Trump and Mullah. There's a lot going on in Brexit. Brexit is coming to a head. Theresa May looks like she's coming to the end of her time as PM. So there's a lot to go through. So we start off with America. I think that'll be quicker. Yeah, we start off with America. We start off with Trump and Mullah. So um, luckily, we didn't. We luckily. Uh, Due to technical issues, we were able to postpone and do today. And last night, it, it came about that Mueller submitted his findings. That actually came out Saturday. Was that Saturday? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was published. Oh, Saturday, okay, so Saturday, um, they, Mueller um, submitted his findings to the Attorney General. And it came out on Sunday that uh, Mueller's, Mueller's investigation had exonerated Trump from colluding with Russia. And no one in Trump's. Um, Administration or or Trump's um, campaign party had colluded with Russia to win the election to um, win the election on his behalf. So Trump's come out. He said he's happier than he feels as happy as when he won the election, and he feels vindicated. He was innocent from the beginning, and he's innocent now. But um, it was also come about that. Although um, Mueller's investigation has exonerated Trump from cl- um, colluding with Russia, um, there's still the question about obstruction of justice. So, so did the president obstruct the investigation into um, his his dealings with Russia? So that's still that's still um, that's that's just literally clinging to any tight hope that well any tiny hope that the Democrats have got. Mm. Um, so Bill, it was Bill Barr who came out yesterday. Uh, drink a Red Bull this time of night, you mad. Mm. Um, it was Bill Barr who came out yesterday. So the Attorney General came out and said that there was no evidence of collusion. Now, not saying you, but the collective you of the US. Hate to say I told you so, but we saw this coming. Yeah, we did. There was never going to be collusion found with him. Um, especially when you look at it, I thought about this last week, because now everything has got something to do with Russia uh, interfering with votes, right? <clears throat> now, we know that Russia interfered with the US election, but the point here is, did they do it under the guidance of collusion of Trump? And that was never going to come to light. And I never thought it was evident that it was. Um, Bill Barr didn't go as far to say that there was um, an obstruction of justice, but he didn't go as far to say that there wasn't. He's basically said, in his opinion, there would if it, they were going to go for obstruction of du- obstruction of justice against Trump, it would have to have evidence to prove it beyond reasonable doubt, which is how the U.S. Uh, court system works. And his suggestion is, well, there isn't enough evidence, so this would almost be a waste of time. Q Democrats, well, we want to see the report, and we believe. What well, somebody actually said, it might have even been Bill Mayer on his show. I think I heard a clip of this where he said, "I don't need to see a report because I see it on TV every day." Yeah. Well, that's not evidence, is it? Come on, people. Like, like I, I, I care for Trump as little as the next person, but some at some point you have to give this up. You can't keep going. So you wanted to get the report that was supposed to be the beginning of the end for him and now i think on cnn it was they've flipped to this is the end of the beginning like what, what the fuck <laughs> right so they just cannot let this go uh i'm not surprised that this is what's come out um 
I'm not expecting the Democrats to let her easily lie. What, Nancy Pelosi, we want to see the full report. Well, it's not going to make any difference. Um, I, I have a sneaking suspicion, uh, not a concern, because I don't really care, because I'm not in the US, but they will try and find something in the report and say, yeah, this looks like they're, it proves to be evidence, and they will try and raise a case against it. Feels like to me they should be focusing their efforts on the next election, but hey-ho, um, Democrats can do what the Democrats want to do. Um, ultimately, this has only come out even when we knew about six weeks ago that the report was going to be released i i didn't expect it to bring anything to light as we've said like all the way through so to be honest explosive in as much as the magical mystery muller report is finally out set to script in what the outcome was i find it interesting because of although the Mueller report didn't find anything in regards to collusion with trump it's it's, it's really interesting the amount of people he's taken down so you think about all the um, Manafort, Roger Stone, um, who was the, the first guy they took, took down. I can't remember his name now. Um, oh, you got Michael Cohen, Michael Flynn, Michael Flynn, Rick yeah. Gates, Alex Van Der Swan. George, oh, George Papadopoulos was the first one, wasn't he? Yeah. So I think about all these people that they've taken down, if, and imagine if they had if no investigation ever happened. These these people that were doing corrupt dealings. Um, that have all been um, charged and some of them have been sentenced would have got off scot-free so yeah but look michael cohen financial fraud campaign finance violations a lot of campaign finance violations go on i think paul manafort financial fraud well this is how he's made his living he's not going to be the only person out there um michael flynn lied to the fbi george papadopoulos lied to the fbi alex van der swan lied to the fbi um, Richard Pinedo, I don't even know who this guy is, computer programmer who's come for identity theft. You've got Roger Stone, who's been charged with conspiracy to defraud the US, hacking democratic officials, and obstruction of justice. I'm not sure that they're going to hold, mu- they're going to find much to back that up on him either. It feels to me like I know that uh, Trump was supposed to clean the swamp, but it feels like to me that Mueller was brought in to, as the cleaner here yeah. um, to get rid of the mess, which. Inevitably, he seems to have done. Um, he was everybody's darling at the time. He probably won't be now that this has come out that he hasn't found any evidence. So we'll see what the Democrats do over the next couple of weeks. To be honest, I think they should be focusing on the next elections, but I shall leave them to their own business and <laughs> their own inadequacies. Yeah, it's, it's, I, find it really, I find it really funny and interesting how the Democrats rebound from this because they've, they've been holding off for this investigation they thought they were able to get the president out before the election but now they have to they have to turn all that to turn all their um their ideas and um <clears throat> powers towards the 2020 election and at the moment I can't see any candidate they've put forward apart from Joe Biden or um is the other one Beirut what's his name uh, oh, Beto. Beto, Beto, or Biden. I'm not sexist. I just don't think the women candidates are that good. I don't think. I don't think ha- any of their candidates. I, are that I good. don't think Kamala Harris is that good. I don't think um, Corey, whatever his name is, not. That, I don't think that any of them are that good. I think um, Bernie Sanders is too old. I think Biden's the best best hope you have to beat Trump. And we'll see how where they go. But it's not very helpful. Trump for another four more years. Well, a lot of people called that from a long time ago. Yeah. To be fair, I don't even know if it's the Democrats having to rebound on this. They're, they're so low, they've got no spring back to rebound from. It's just, it's just, it can only go upwards from here. All right, moving on. So we're going to go to the biggest story of, of the week in the UK. So Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. 
What's really funny is that's the scene of story of Yuri Geller. <laughs> I thought that was fake when I saw it posted on Facebook. I didn't realise it was real until I did a follow-up on it. Um, so wait, I don't wait. know where you want to start with this. It's an absolute catastrophe. Do you want to start with the like, beginning of last week? So the beginning of last week, she... Um, was it... Have, Tabled her meaningful vote for the second time and was smacked down yet again. Yeah. Um, and then Speaker Burko stepped in and said, you can't bring this back for a third time unless it's substantially different to what it was before. Um, in the midst of that, well, in the midst of between then and now, she's gone to the EU and, well, geez, no, even before that. So on Wednesday, she made uh, a statement outside number 10 where she blamed MPs for this. Um, I think this is completely irresponsible from a leadership perspective you can't she can't pick and choose when she wants to be the leader of the country which seemingly she seems to want to do so it's now it's always been me versus everybody else my way or the highway and mm-hmm. it's no more apparent there than you saying well i have the magical answer here but it's all the mps who can't come together this is not a good way to handle it imagine you're it's like psychology 101 like if you want people to reach a consensus make them feel like they're contributing and she has not done that in any way shape or form and if you compare it to like an analogy of imagine you go into the office on monday and you get your yearly results in and they're shit and your boss comes in and says well i'm a star and you lot are shit so sort your act out because we need to get the performance back in order well you're not going to be highly motivated to follow him are you probably going to leave to be honest um this is seemingly what she has done so i felt that that was an irresponsible move a lot of commentators and other mps have suggested that was a misstep by her um, and then since then, she has then gone to the EU and negotiated an extension to uh, Brexit past the 29th. But we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But my feeling is, is that she <coughs> manipulated the conversation or well, manipulated the, I don't think she manipulated actually, she pleaded, I think probably to them to say, give me something that gets my deal over the line. Because the outcome of it is, if you can get your deal signed, we'll give you until the 22nd of May. If you can't, we'll only give you until the 12th of April to find an alternative. Almost like saying to them, give me something that makes the alternative of not voting for me so urgent and immediate that people will turn to my vote. I don't think it's gonna make any difference. Um, So obviously that is what's come back. And then as a follow-on from that, we've had the march on Saturday uh, after the petition, which is up to, what, 4 million votes now for Mm. a second referendum. And you have a march on Saturday that attracted up to a million people um, to vote for a second referendum again. It seems to be a mix of people's views between a second referendum or a people's vote on the final deal and revoking Article 50 entirely. Yeah. what else is left that came out and which at which point someone like somebody who was in the talk made a very good point he seemed to suggest right i can back your deal if it then goes to the people for the final vote and that seems to be the only way out here um, and in the midst of that i think today they've set it to another vote with mps where they can come up with i can't remember what they refer to it as redact. but they will basically sorry no 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 where they're given six options to look at um it's like an indicative poll rather than a vote vote for this or not and it's got like six options between customs union you revoke article 50 completely go for a second referendum um arguably they would should have done this before um so now they're doing that today and we're what i mean we should be leaving on friday technically we're not anymore because it's been extended whatever the matter uh, but this is just, I mean, somebody came in and said, if we do another referendum, it will be embarrassing. What the fuck do you think it is already, dude? I know. <laughs> I, know. 
I don't, I don't, I don't understand why she's been so stubborn. If I was her, I would turn around and say, "Look, you've got three options. You've got a no deal. You've got my deal. You've got no Brexit." And let people vote on that. Yeah. So well, I mean, she could even take the, the even the one that they're doing here, where they're putting six options on the table. Should have done that two years ago. So they would have had two years to be discussing something. Um, and then there was obviously a suggestion. Well, if she says she was leaving and put a timeline on it, then that may convince people to vote for a deal. Most people are saying they don't think that's going to make a difference anyway because a shit deal is a shit deal. However, you want to wrap it up. Mm. Um, so I. It's literally a giant clusterfuck. And anybody who doesn't think it's embarrassing already is a joke. And then just to compound the laughable nature of this country at the moment, Nigel Farage comes out and somebody else came out and said, um, oh, 16 million people wanted to stay in the EU, but it's still a minority. Okay, we're equivalent over the debate of 2% again, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Nigel Farage says to his march that the people who are marching in London are the minority. His march started in Sunderland. It had 200 people following it. When he did his speech to them on Saturday, there were 200 people there. How can you logically stand there and say the people in London are the minority? The million people versus the 200 people. Under 1%. Mm-hmm. Under 0.5%. <laughs> like percent. So you, you can't suggest but that. he's shameless. We know he's oh, shameless. he's completely shameless. And he's back on saying that he's going to become the Brexit party leader. Because he still holds a seat in the um, EU. EU. And, yeah. and I think that should have just been chucked out anyway. But it's So I don't know where we go. It's an absolute mess. Yeah. I can see us bombing out at April 12th. I... Oh yeah, obviously, and we didn't touch on the the fact that Yuri Geller has come out and said because he knows he used to live in Dubai, he's basically one of um, Theresa May's constituents for intents and purposes, and he said that he will telepathically stop her, and there will be all sorts of spoon bending going on to unknown degrees. Um, to which he said, "What? What? There was something he was <laughs> the word he used or something is don't I? I have the power to execute her." I couldn't believe it when somebody posted on Facebook well I just didn't pay attention I thought obviously this isn't real and then I just heard that other places that it was his open letter I was like is he serious over there in Israel thinking that he can spoon bend his way to getting the outcome he wants oh and also that he's making sure that he's sending telepathic powers to make sure that Jeremy Corbyn doesn't get into number 10 either um, interesting take but you, you don't you can't understand that though yeah I don't well yeah I can but I can understand the outcome not the means mm. <laughs> um, I I don't think that we bomb out with no deal I think that she has to back down at one point I've even got EU leavers on my Facebook now who've come out and said look I'm still a lever I haven't changed my mind but when this many people four million people come out on a petition within four days and a million people turn up on the streets you might have to consider that it's time to listen to the people and the most logical approach here seems to be whatever the deal is that they reach, even if it's her deal, they say, right, my deal is... Because she should really come back with that proposal. Mm-hmm. If you vote my deal, I will put it to the people for the final decision. If we still leave, then the people are choosing to leave. Now, I still think that we can't trust this country to make the right decision. Yeah, but, uh, but at least they're making yeah. it on the right um, information, right? But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, if I, don't trust people, I don't trust the public, but if, if they choose to go through the pain of it, then they deserve everything they get. So, um, I agree. With, I think we should put it towards to the people. Uh, Brexit is a big clusterfuck. It's embarrassing as well. Anyone saying it's embarrassing because if we 
blah, 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 go and put it to the people is embarrassing, but no, it's embarrassing what's happening right now. You've got MPs that don't know what they're doing. Um, no one, no one wants, every, by all accounts, leaving the EU, regardless if you have Theresa May, May's deal or no no Brexit, um, or um, bombing out of, with a no deal, they're all worse than we have now, so... <sighs> well, there is there is potential for it to get more embarrassing and worse. Um, is that suggested? Obviously, if she leaves, they'll need a caretaker PM, which would either be her uh, deputy David David Liddington, yeah. who I don't think is capable to run the oh, country. Oh my god! Or yes, Michael Gove. That is like let's just send us to hell in a handbasket. Like <laughs> what the hell? If he gets into no, I don't know anybody who has ever suggested in any role that he has held in cabinet that he has done a good job. It would be I would I would rather have Reese Morgan charge. Yeah. And you know how much I dislike him. Yeah. Um, I, there's no, there's no good way out of this. I, in fairness, I actually don't think that she should leave at this point. I don't think replacing the prime minister is going to make a difference, unless the new one comes in and says I will table back a different deal. But it won't get this deal over the line because, again, a shit deal is a shit deal. However, you want to wrap it up, and this is her problem. She's made it my way or the highway and she continually spouts on about we need to do what the country asked for in the best interest of the country then drop your fucking ego and stop pushing your deal which clearly won't work it's embarrassing you pushed it twice and had two catastrophic defeats and now you're she said that she's not going to bring it back because she hasn't got i think it came out earlier a couple of hours ago that she hasn't secured a cities or she said she doesn't say yet enough support to table it again um if she brings it back again this is a sign of somebody completely out of ideas, but... All right, moving on. I've seen a story that's annoyed me. So, um... It's a social status quiz for job applicants. Oh, this is it's, ridiculous. So civil service chiefs are now asking staff how working class they are to... to um, they think that... Uh, how working class they think they are to make the recruitment fairer. So if people go and do a quiz, it'll tell people... It's not a quiz, so they ask it in an interview. In, oh, yeah. It's worse. <laughs> It's a social justice warrior. It's, it's going. It's it's social justice is going on all levels. Like you had like last week, you had um, was it mothers created creating a porn that they'd like to see. So what? Th- so on Good Morning TV, so mothers, did you say porn? Yeah, they created. What you said they created porn that they'd like their 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 children to see. You know, April first comes in, the porn block comes on in the UK, which a lot of people don't know about. So what? <laughs> so April first, the porn block is is that you can't watch porn on your is this the age thing? Yeah, age thing. We have to give your credit cards, and if you want to watch porn, your credit cards. You have, to, you have to give credit card details to confirm your age, and you have to. And if you want, if you don't want to give your credit card details, you can go to the news agents and buy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I forgot about this. Yeah, to be fair, so it's coming. In, it's coming on April first. So every, every all all level society social justice warrior is coming in. But that's not going to work anyway. I know that. It's not, well, not going to work because the, the savvy people who really, really need porn in their life are just going to use a VPN, VPN anyway. Yeah, yeah. Or you can just use the dark web. There are a million trillion ways around this. They'll definitely do that rather than go up to the... Most of these people are doing it because they don't want to go to the shop and buy a porn bag. They're not going to go in there and say, can I get a porn pass? Yeah. <laughs> so go back to the story. Um, yeah. So uh, people now applying for civil service jobs are being asked, um, being asked how working class they are. It's stupid another stupid way of trying to make things fair fairer well what i don't like is is that um which is the company who has come out and said we want to have complete diversity this isn't right this isn't how it works people 
you should hire the best people for the role and if you cannot hire the best people for the role and it shouldn't be in the it shouldn't be dependent on their socioeconomic background because Mm -hmm. there are people from tougher backgrounds who have more than enough quality and skills to be able to get into the job right and more to the point they make a very good point on this is people are going to be biased anyway um there are going to be some people who go in there and try and play on because now you've just said this some people are going to go in there and say well i come from the last run give me a job Um, and then other people are going to inflate it no one's going to be in the middle ground because nobody wants to be in the middle ground it's not a logical somebody makes a good point you can ask questions that will relate to their background which you give you their social economic status anyway mm -hmm. but don't ask them flat out what it is yeah, I just find it ridiculous. But yeah, it's a whole lot of virtue signaling by companies to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're diverse." That and diversity and inclusion is the biggest push right now for anybody everywhere. Which I don't disagree with. I don't have a problem with that. But you need to you need to implement it in the the most effective manner. And just asking somebody flat out, "What status are you from?" If I was going for an interview, I might just say for fun, "Yeah, I was. I, I don't even have a house. I was brought up on the street." <laughs> right, just see what they say. All right. Moving on. Um, so, Islamic State group um, finally defeated. So, Islamic State have lost their final territory in Syria. Um, a Kurdish back alliance, um, the Kurdish back of US backed forces, um, said they be- they've defeated um, ISIS's last stronghold. Um, but ISIS still remains a major threat. So ISIS is all over the world. So ISIS is in the Philippines, ISIS is in Nigeria, ISIS, ISIS is in Yemen. So, although Syria, um, although the Kurdish forces, um, the Kurdish US-backed forces have defeated ISIS in Syria and taken off the last um, ISIS stronghold, ISIS still remains a threat internationally. I didn't know ISIS was in all those other places. They're all over the world. Yeah, they're all in sleeper cells. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I get why they're saying this, but I don't know how sensible it is to do it when you know that there's still 15 to, to 20,000 what I can't remember what, I'm sure that was the number that they suggested are still dotted even around the country and yeah um, so around the region in it, just the region in itself but in sleeper cells I'm like it feels to me like you're antagonising them here for what you don't need to I mean they've said that they put for, uh, an end to the caliphate which is basically I actually had to look up what it was um, when you take over a region under like, I can't remember the, the it's basically like an Islamic religious leader who oversees the, mm-hmm. the territory. So they've lost that status to a degree. Um, but the fact that they're still there, and somebody has warned, yeah, there will still be terror attacks which come from them. And I'm like, how much do you want to bait them at this moment in time? I'm not sure how necessary. I get I'm I'm in two minds. Um, you shouldn't be held hostage to them to a degree that you can't say when you've defeated them. However, you also need to... I mean, um, well, they've said they've defeated the... They've, defeated the caliphate but they have been clear in saying they're still around so maybe the way that they've measured the statement made here will not draw for that you would like to hope that they don't we don't then see within a couple of weeks um further attacks but unfortunately with the people in this world you just never know yeah all right moving on okay let's quickly go around these stories so um love island stars to be to be offered therapy so uh, mike fathlatis i can't say his name um people might know him as muggy mike from um reality tv i don't watch reality tv but he committed suicide recently and um itv have come out and said they're going to expand its care gives to contestants when they lead the show so a lot of reality tv's um contestants have come out and said that um although they 
they go on the show to be famous, when they become famous, they don't actually understand, they don't realise how much of an impact it has on their mental health. So they'd like to be offered help. So ITV's gone out of their way and said they're going to offer care to contestants. Yeah, so I think this makes sense. I think when different people look at it, some people will be like, oh yeah, you don't understand the fame until you get it. But I don't think that's what it is. When you look at how people in society behave nowadays and the rise of social media and Twitter, etc., for every five people who like that guy, there's going to be 15 trolls who continually yeah. go at him. Yeah. Um, and I think that is the part that is, is overlooked. Um, I think they went on to cancel this season of the show, didn't they? Because he, had, he had, was actually in. Yeah. That season, I mean, it makes sense. We've seen this more happen more than once. Actually, I saw today Big Sean posted on um, Instagram three videos about uh, back what last year when he was suffering from kind of depre- depression and mental health issues, which is why he didn't. He cancelled a tour, I think it was, and came out speaking about that. You you have seen a large increase in people speaking out about the need for paying attention to mental health, especially. Um, around well in two instances one around males and two I think in the Big Sean one and the response I saw to that was they even suggested further of people of colour as well that was their terminology not mine mm-hmm. um, suffering even more pressures around uh, mental health because of the responsibilities and burdens which were almost put on them by society I think it's one of these things where because I've seen the conversations that we've had even in our groups in the last couple of weeks and you need I, th- I think we need to be careful of not making mental health as a term so broad Flippant. that that it doesn't hit on what it is because some people will be going through depression but then somebody says that's a mental health issue and then somebody will come back and say oh it's not mental health it's just it's just will and strength of mind and the rest of that and there are within the mental health area and issues that you can go through there are a number of different problems and challenges that you can face so I almost feel like branding it all under mental health, although it shines a light on it, you can also get to a good degree where somebody says, well, they're only, they've got, let's say, a small degree of depression, and you don't want to be going through depression, but then they say it's mental health, and then they get kind of, well, no, you're not going through mental health because mental health is this bad. And then and then it almost fuels the fire, right? Well, mm. I don't want to, somebody's telling me now well, I haven't got mental health issues. Well, if I suggest that I have, then I'm being weak. And it, I just, I don't trust us, again, as a, some news has just gone off, I just don't trust us sometimes as a society to be sensible enough around nuances of this conversation mm-hmm. in the wider world. Um, it's all well and good how you can get the support from your friends. However, you don't see your friends every day. You see the outside world. You see the expectations that people have of you. So I think it, it's good that there's a light shine on this, but there's there's still a long way to go, I think. And I, I think we do kind of need to make an effort to drill down into the various different areas of mental health and, and almost be specific in them and how to seek out and get help. There There is a degree where it says, yes, feel open to come and say it, but that's just one step. Somebody said, yeah, Big Sean saying it makes it more all right, but... It doesn't because he's a celebrity and he'll get a lot of people thanking him for doing it. But a lot of people aren't celebrities and they will still see, well, I'm a man. I'm supposed to be strong. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's good. I'm seeing some good conversations that are having around it. I do think we need to go down a deeper level in those form of conversations. However, everything needs to start by hitting the, the ice pick somewhere, right? So. All right, moving on to something else. EastEnders, EastEnders um, set rebuilds overrun and has been criticised by MPs. So um, the new Walford was meant to finish in 2018. I don't Do you know why I put this in here? Why? 
how the fuck can we be plan, uh, complaining about the overrunning and overcosted EastEnders set when we can't fucking negotiate our way out of Brexit? Mm. That's the deliberate reason I put this in here. Is this a serious... Fo- Sorry, excuse my language. Is this a serious conversation that is going on given everything that we've got problems with? And even outside of Brexit, you look at NHS, you look at knife crime, you've still got the outfall um, of Grenfell Tower. I think I saw at the weekend that some of the bosses um, of, of the borough were paid massive bonuses out there. Mm-hmm. And you've got MPs who are even paying attention to this uh. because they're worried that the BBC has fallen behind, the, the, the East Enders viewers have fallen behind programs like Coronation Street and BBC is the British Broadcasting Company. Who gives a fucking shit? Like, <laughs> sorry, just to be blunt, but th- that is this is such a trivial matter that it should not even be making a point of discussion. Like, it's not even government spelt, spent money. It's ridiculous. Sorry, I just, I, I found it just uh, somewhat boring that this is even, even a topic of discussion. It's just, uh, I, don't, I haven't watched these senders about 10 years to be fair when I stopped watching it a friend said to me I don't feel like I don't even know you anymore <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, uh, moving on to some tech news quickly um, so the big news of last week was um, Google coming out and announcing it's um, Google Stadia Stadia Google Stadia was a um, it was the planning to release it in 2019. Um, the whole, the big, the big, the big, big news about um, Google Stadia is that it'd be the first um, gaming game streaming service which isn't reliant on a box. So the data center, so the game you run from a data center, which means you can run, you can play the game anywhere, whenever, whenever you like. So you can play it on your phone, you can play on your on your pad, you can play on your laptop, you can play it on your um, just by going into YouTube and logging in, and you can play play it on YouTube, you can play it on your TV. The thing is, right. <laughs> and Google's a massive organi- Google's a massive technical tech organization. They're one of the biggest in the world. The thing is, a lot of companies have tried this, and it's failed, and it's failed pretty badly. Um, well, it's all Google have got, right? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't mind them doing it, but it's not going to do what they think it's going to do. I don't think they're going to um, do it. And I don't like. And one of the and, and people will be conned by this, right? But it's not. And they only need to look for phones as a as a model yeah. for this. But they've suggested, yeah, people won't have to spend as much on consoles like they used to. How much does the console cost at the moment? It's about four hundred quid, right? Yeah, um, you get you get them for two hundred quid if you want. So, so, so let's say two hundred quid, yeah. right? So what they're doing is what we do with phones. Yeah, they're saying, well, no, you won't need to pay as much. But when I saw the fees for this, I think it would be something like fifteen dollars a month. Yeah. but you're going to have that indefinitely yeah. whereas a console lasts you a good I mean, I mean I've got two down there but I bought my Playstation 4 which I don't play consequently anyway yeah. but I bought that like last year and before that I hadn't purchased one in like six years yeah. from the PS3 so what they're doing is the same thing What the same reason that people don't do an outlier on uh, an iPhone right you do it via phone contract yeah. except this has no end date so yeah. saying that it's cheaper no, 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 not really. Cumulatively, it's not. You're you're using this as a gateway in to milk money off me. Um, in and of itself, it makes sense that you would go through streaming media. Relies, but it heavily relies on um, on broadband speeds. So well, it's fine because five G is coming too. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> different response there. But you know what I mean, it's 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 so heavily reliant on broadband speeds, and it's heavily reliant on. What if you want to play, play offline? Sometimes you don't want to play online. You just want to play by yourself. And you can't do that. So I looked at it and I was like, hmm, I can't see them. Unless, I, unless PlayStation, PlayStation, which I don't think they're going to move to that model, or um, Xbox moves to that type of model, I can't see people going from play, to PlayStation to the Xbox, PlayStation Xbox that they have it, to Google. It's, a, it's an addition. It's not a replacement, right? That's, yeah. that's what it is at the end of the day. Them suggesting this will become 
the replacement for consoles. It won't. Consoles will only get better. Yeah. Um, streaming will be something that people use to supplement them, and people will stream via their consoles as well. Yeah. So I don't. I, I think it's Google had to come up with some play. I just don't think it's gonna. I think it'll be fine as addition. Like I say, I just it's, it's not gonna be any form of replacement. Um, and whilst we're on that, so Apple also announced their Apple TV addition uh, today, didn't they? And yeah. an Apple credit card. Which yeah. is, uh, we knew the Apple TV one was coming, the Apple credit card, not so much so, but everybody's got a card nowadays anyway. Um, I saw the Apple TV, so I was talking to somebody about this, and I said to her, I was like, have you noticed that Netflix now, I'm finding it so much more difficult to find something to watch on there. So Netflix now is literally just completely immersed itself and submerged every other channel uh, films and programs that used to exist with netflix originals yeah and i don't like it because now you've replaced a majority of what used to be original films with all netflix stuff and lots of it is shit yeah first off second off i don't really like watching series and they've gone out and they've put massive amounts of money to get in these big superstars on their films but most of the films i've watched are pretty crap um so i was thinking well there's a gap here for apple they can come in and they can get copyright but they're doing exactly the same thing they're yeah. signing up all the stars to yeah. do their own apple originals i i think yeah so you know i can't even find good documentaries on there anymore 10 years ago what was 10, 15 years ago the biggest things was virgin and sky and people were to get signed to virgin and sky to watch the tv and we thought okay so netflix come along and it'll change the model so what you're going to find out is that before so people paying for what sky for what 60 pound a month 70 pound a month you're going to be paying that in the future just to get Apple, which is going to be like, what, £7 a month? Netflix, which is £7 a month. Disney Disney Plus, £7 a month. D- and Dazzin, to watch sport, seven, £10 a month. It's gone up to $20, $20 a month in America at the moment. It's, or it's, you could just go and illegally stream it from the internet. Not Disclaimer, I'm not telling you to do that, people. But if all the tech companies push people in that direction, don't be surprised on the outcome. Yeah, so... Yeah, but I don't know because I just need to. I'm just checking the story now because I don't know if they are because the Apple TV traditionally is you need. Um, oh, gee, what? It will add. Apple News Plus will cost nine dollars a month. Is available. Oh, Jesus, they're the, making. They're the why would why would I pay for news? Why would I pay to get news in this day and age of the internet? Uh-huh. Any news sites which put their articles behind a paywall, which just be clear open up an in-private browser and they can't tell and all those ones that say you can only read two out of five you can read as many as you bloody mm-hmm. want mm-hmm. so it's not difficult to find your way around this um but i don't know because i haven't had enough time to see this if they're still going to be dependent on the apple tv box because that will be a major hurdle if it is um unless they replace it with something as simple as what am the the fire stick or the the rocky kind of now tv one if you still need that box that's not cost effective against the others but I don't. People will get it, and I don't have a problem against it. I just don't like that they're filling out the content with just filler content. Like, just concentrate on putting good Netflix. In fairness to it, still. So, if you've got that versus Amazon, Netflix still often will have something that they release, which Amazon has still got behind a paywall, and you need to pay to rent or do. So they're losing in that. I just don't like that over the last four months or so, Netflix have allowed themselves to just bombard you with all of their originals i mean i was looking for a do- for a documentary to watch last night could not find one for love nor money mm. because even that they're spraying them out so quickly that it's just too difficult to find ones which are even value anymore speaking of which last week i forced myself through 45 minutes of behind the curve um behind the curve is the documentary about the flat earthers i can't okay. finish it <laughs> okay <laughs> 
Yeah, you don't do anything else. I said to Claude, I watched 10 minutes of it and I turned it off. I, was re- I really tried to soldier through and it just gets ridiculous. Yeah. Like, uh, people exist. I saw somebody uh, the other day, she went into hospital, right? And she, she had a, 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 a NASA top on. And so, she, guy sitting across in the ward from her goes, love, the earth's flat. <laughs> I'm like, I, I laughed. I said to her, I've never actually met one before. <laughs> like, I know that exists, but I've never met one. I can't, I would love to. I said, uh, I said, shout across to him and ask him for turtles all the way down. But I don't think he would have got that joke. All right. Um, oh, and the last text news of the week is uh, millions of Facebook passwords have been exposed. So the developers working for Facebook logged the passwords in plain text as they wrote code for the site. So that's just like a security letdown. Well, not not too good for the company that said we're going all in on privacy going forwards. Um, but again, this is one of those passwords that were exposed could date back to 2012. Like I'm like, guys, why does it take you so long to find all of these issues? Um, but to be fair, they said a lot of them were users of Facebook Lite. I don't recall even knowing what that is. Yeah, that's true. Um, so that must have been right back at the very, very start. However, it's just it's just bad news after it's just bad time and news for them when Zuckerberg is coming out saying we're going all in on privacy. Oh look. Uh, we're still making mistakes so yeah alright and what are you reading this week Uh, I have actually consumed a hell of a lot of uh, trend trading books to be fair I think I've read like for one good trade beat the the book that beats the market the little book of trading hedge fund market wizards (laughs) trend commandments trend following yeah I've gone through all of them new market wizards complete total trader um, bit of a trend there, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm planning to try and not go back to work again after I finish my job. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've just read, and I missed because of that. I missed a couple of. I've, well, I've kind of caught up on a lot of the podcasts. Um, not been enjoying them that much of late. Didn't really like Sam Harris's with uh, Nick Bostrom, mm-hmm. but I've read Nick Bostrom's book, so maybe that's because it was just covering the same ground. Uh, I've tried to catch up on a couple of Joe Rogan ones. The one about the, did you listen to the one about the vacuna- vaccinations? No, that oh one yeah, was quite I, good. I, I watched I listened to parts of that. I, I, the one I liked was the guy, just the correspondent that does the war, goes into like the war countries and stuff like that. Um, I don't think I've really listened to his yet. I listened to that Andrew Schultz one. That one's quite. Funny. I, yeah, that Andrew Schultz. <laughs> funny, yeah, but Andrew Schultz was so happy. I was so happy for him as well. It's like you know you've been following someone since the first day. We're like. Just um, starting off, and then they get out to Joe Rogan. You're like, oh. Would you know what they didn't touch on so much on the the show though is because um, it's quite funny because uh, Joe referred to him as an up and coming comedian, but because I've watched him for so long, I don't consider him that. Yeah. But they didn't really touch on how out there he's been at the moment. Yeah. Um, because you see every day what he's posting on Instagram, and some of the stuff is getting chopped and ch- taken off, and then he'll come back with uh, again. But it's. He's going it's in. He's, he's going against the status quo of the social justice warriors in every video that he does. And to be fair, some of them are fucking funny. Yeah, funny yeah. Like you can't. He's working. Can't hate on like that. a month ago, he had one hundred sixty-one thousand followers. He's got four hundred thousand followers now. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I like it because obviously I, I picked up on him via you when yeah. I started listening to Brilliant Idiots. Yeah. But I've just noticed of late he's really pushing um, forwards a bit more. So yeah, he's one of those that I'm quite happy to see. To be fair. Yeah. All right, guys. It's, it's the end of the podcast as always you can rate and subscribe us on all other podcasts um, at so iTunes SoundCloud and, all, and CastBox and all, all the other ones um, it's lights out from me and lights out from me and we will uh, catch you next week people